Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 671 for comics originally coming out. Uh, let's see here. September the 28th and September the 29th, the last release week of September. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, you got anything else, Drew, before we jump into this whole upcoming month? Well, just some more some more treats for our patrons and uh, ultimately our listeners. Uh, because of our Patreon, we've been able to, we've added a new little special segment. Um, uh, we had one of our longtime listeners, Wolf Warner, on the show last night, and we talked NFTs. So we've got an hour, hour and a half of NFT conversation. Uh, great stuff, uh, comics, NFTs, and um, uh, ins and outs, do's and don'ts, NFT 101. Fascinating. And um, we're going to be dropping that sometime in the feed uh, down the road. It'll be exciting. Uh, Of course, our patrons will get that first um, because they're special. Because they went to (laughs) Patreon uh, slash Comics Fund Profit. And they uh, subscribed for uh, a level of their choice. And as one of the bonuses, they get early access. They get uh, special episodes. They get exclusive episodes. They get access to our Slack channel. They get free swag, which we have an, a great upcoming giveaway where we're going to give away a, a CGC 9-8 comic of their choice um, of the following. We're giving away either a deceased Dead Planet 6, a Joker number 1, a Future State Wonder Woman number 1, Catwoman number 9, Amazing Spider-Man 21, Fantastic Four Road Trip number 1, Marauders number 3, Demon Days, X-Men number one, Haha number one, or Green Lantern number nine, um, all donated by our good patron and listener, Adam Pastry. Uh, so you'll get to choose one of those if you are the fall winner, and that's coming up in the next month or so, or we'll be giving that away. So if you are a, a patron, you get entered automatically in that. There's some other giveaways happening. Um, Eric from Cowabunga has pledged to give away um, to new new patrons uh, the first three I believe the first three patrons uh, receive some special um, exclusive Cowabunga variants uh, shipped to them uh, that's exciting stuff I think it was Shadow Man the Jenny Frizen Shadow Man exclusive pack it was like three that of was them. a good looking cover yeah yeah so they got they got some great stuff for for coming on and then of course they also got entered into the new thing so there's still I think a slot left for those new folks um, lots of free stuff lots of swag lots of access to cool stuff um, we continue to add new episodes because of our patrons um, like like the NFTs, like Jason's interview series, uh, which continues to get heavy hitter after heavy hitter, um, fun stuff. Um, we're still getting great feedback on on some of those awesome interviews with with creators, and we love we love being able to do add that variety to our to our channel. So it's not just me and you talking about um, comics uh, for an hour. We get it. We get that out. would be so boring. Well, I kind of like it. I kind of <laughs> like that too. But <laughs> um, so it's exciting stuff. So go to Patreon slash Comics Fun Profit 
and um, be a part of it. Uh, cool. We we, we want to get you involved in that and um, and be a part of that. But uh, and, and stay tuned for that NFT conversation. That's pretty awesome, and that'll be coming up soon. Thanks to Wolf for that. Um, but first, we need to talk previews. We didn't even get to finish last month's previews catalog. And the new one's already yeah, dropped. Yeah, we, we only dipped our toe into the catalog. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we ever got to the back half, so we're going to try to... We better start right away on the new catalog. So October October for December, was that what it is? Yep, the absolutely. The new one is out. So, we, so the new catalog's out. We're going to start with the image this week and, and hopefully make it all the way through the catalog this time before the next one drops. Um <laughs> But let's let's go to image and see what kind of stuff pops out at us. Uh, first thing is this Lady Mechanica. Was this all? Was Lady Mechanica always an image book? Hmm, that's a good question. I don't I don't remember that. Maybe it was, or maybe it's one of those I, I, title that bounces I around. Say, I remember the Lady Mechanica title, but I can't remember where it came around. Yeah. So more Joe Benitez. His name. Yeah, Joe Benitez. He's been doing this stuff for a long time. Um, I'm not. I've never really read much of it, but you know, I know he's got he's got a following. If you like steampunk, yeah, that's the way to go. Um, <coughs> it looks like we're going to have a uh, a superhero team rolling out of of Spawn with the Scorch number one. Is that what this is? An Avengers-esque assemble of superheroes and the latest entry in Spawn's universe. Hook readers of King Spawn and Gunslinger Spawn, as well as longtime Spawn fans. So this is the Spawn universe Avengers. Okay, so they're going to... So another another cash grab by Todd McFarlane. <laughs> um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sell well. Sean Lewis is doing the writing. Now, he's... <clears throat> He's the longtime editor at Image, that was that was always the Walking Dead editor, um, mm-hmm. and so now and he's taking the writing chores for this. That's kind of cool. Um, there's uh, Frank Quietly and Capullo doing some uh, covers. That's going to be nice. But I think the artists and the insiders, Paolo Sacara and Steven Segovia, they're going to drop a monster forty-eight mm. pager for six bucks, and then probably follow up with two ninety-nine. Issues after that because that's what Todd's all about, uh, keeping it <laughs> keeping it real at two ninety nine, right? That's right. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> Have you been enjoying any of the King Spawn Gunslinger stuff that's out so uh, far? You know, I dipped into the Gunslinger stuff at some point, but I, I'm I've got too much I'm behind on Spawn. <laughs> yeah, um, Spawn's one that. Um, I got off of a long time ago, and now I feel like I I'm too far gone. Yeah, exactly. To really enjoy it, uh, not knowing enough of what's transpired over the years, so I, I've just kind of like I keep buying it every once in a while because he does these like fantastic covers and brings some awesome artists and does some awesome things with the books. But I just um, as a reader, I've just not not really been in been a part of that world and it looks like I might be missing out sounds like he's doing some interesting stuff Uh, we've got Mark Millar doing King of Spies Um, so yet another 
from his idea head. I've got it as Matt Miller. <laughs> you went without the uh, without the R. Yeah, that's what that's what I said is my thing. <laughs> oh, you're okay. And Mateo Scalera uh, doing interior, so I haven't get, got to see a lot of Mateo Scalera since Low ended. So I'm excited about that. Um, looks great. So yeah, we have uh, we have James Bond who has six months to live and decides to just go on a murder spree. Which why wouldn't you, right? Absolutely, I think we'd I think we'd all make that decision. <laughs> but yeah, they're giving you forty pages yeah, no for four ninety nine. I it's this is this is only a, a short mini series because that's what Mark Millar does: gets in, gets out, gets the Netflix check, and then moves on to something else. That's right. Um, looks pretty. Uh, you know, kind of. I don't know if it's any part of that Kingsman. Um, oh world. yeah. Uh, at all, it must be must be connected somehow. Um, so we might, yeah, see this of course as a movie at some point. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it would be, it, you're yeah, you're right. It might be part of that series. That'd be kind of neat if there was crossover on that. Yeah, yeah. I I've enjoyed the Kingsman movies that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we're gonna spin off. Um, from the Noctera world, we're going to spin off uh, a Black Top Bill one shot. Uh, Black Top Bill is our one of our villains from that series. Been a good, it's been a good book. I've enjoyed Noctera, um, and um, this is something I'll probably uh, definitely enjoy because um, I like that world. Um, there you go. Fresh off the heels of its being purchased and made, it's. Uh... Nice to see the featurette on the villain. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess I don't understand why that couldn't just be a part of the ongoing series. I don't know why they got to do stuff like this. I guess to get another num- crank, another number one, put another number one out, so that helps with sales, goose's sales. I'm guessing. Yeah, that's the only one. And um, of course, we're going to go back to the well with Stray Dogs for Dog Days, a two-issue <laughs> series. Um, this the wild runaway success of Star- Stray Dogs. At least in my mind, it was a runaway success. Uh, I loved it. Um, Tony Fleek's back doing the writing. Trish Forstner on art again. Um, and we're gonna do looks like some short stories straight out of the p- pages of, of Stray Dogs. Um, each each stray that made it out of there alive. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> we'll get their own. Uh, a little short story. Uh, I think that sounds adorable, uh, lovely, hopefully um, happier. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, course- uh, where I'm reading these things off of Previews World, they're each giving, in the synopsis, they're giving what's called a register pitch, which is kind of the, the one-second blurb of what this is. Okay. Would you agree that Stray Dogs is Lady and the Tramp meets Silence of the Lambs? Oh, Yes, it is a hundred percent that. Yes, good. <laughs> there call. you go. Okay, I was curious how accurate those this plus this equals this. Oh are. yeah, that's spot on, and uh, um, that's exactly what it is, and it's wonderful. It's wonderful go. if you uh, if you like um, if you like Science of the Lambs, 
and uh, you want it to be a little more fun and adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Only you want the murdering to be done in the dog world. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing 48 pages, four ninety nine. so five bucks, a little high. Um, it's only two issues, so they're probably both going to be five bucks, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, it, but they're going to do some fun stuff with the cover bees again, which I like. Uh, we enjoyed those um, those horror movie homages in the last series. I'm glad they went back to the well quickly. Uh, Strike while the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. Art looks about the same. Maybe a little less polished than it was in the first series. Uh, but I can't be 100%. It could be early artwork, too. You never know. Um, so I, I am. I'm guessing you didn't, from what you just said, you didn't even read the first series. Is that right? No. It never, I picked it, up, I, I was going to say, I picked up a few of them, but I never jumped into it. You know, yeah. horror is a tough upsell sled for me. Yeah, yeah. You, because um, I remember it came out about the same time as Scout's Honor, and you were all in on Scout's Honor. And yeah, then, I went um, the other way. Yeah, and then I was talking about Stray Dogs about the same time, I think. And we just um, probably, I enjoyed Scout's Honor, but I, I enjoyed this way, way more. Um, but yeah, it, it does have a, it has a horror vibe, but not in, not much, you know. Yeah. And there, I mean, there. I, not I would, much. The very first issue of this one has a bloody screwdriver on the front. I would not. <laughs> I would not give this to your kids and okay. say, "Here's here's a fun little doggy doggy story." Never mind. Christmas <laughs> uh, is canceled. Pre-order <laughs> off. Yeah, I would not do that. But it, yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, I I wholeheartedly recommend uh, Stray Dog Dog Days. Um, get on board. <laughs> Let's see. We got. Um, Leon. <laughs> is it more or less appropriate than your Rover Red Charlie post draw oh. book? <laughs> oh, you know what? That's great. It, it's a lot like Rover Red Charlie. There you go. Um, it is not as violent. Um, but, yeah, it's very reminiscent of that. And um, now go. that you mention it, maybe Garth Ennis needs a, needs a check. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like that. Uh, looks like we got, we're going to be collecting some stuff uh, in trade. We got six sidekicks, siphon, uh, time. Howard Chaikin's time two or time squared omnibus, which I missed that entirely. I don't remember that book. Yeah. Um, Commanders in crisis, Copra, more trades. Deadly class is doing some deluxe editions uh, and hardcover uh, reissues. Um, that might be. That looks like that's all the new stuff, and we're going to get into some of the ongoing that are still out. Uh, we're hitting uh, Deadly Class issue fifty. We're in the middle of um, saying goodbye to all our characters, uh, wrapping this thing up. Uh, so this is um, Deadly Class fifty. Is ah, it's really close to the end of the series. Um, I can't remember exactly. Who's doing the stupid Alexa thing? And then we've got um, Deep Beyond close to finishing up with issue 11 of 12. Mirka Undolfa is, um, as Kyle likes to say, it's the penultimate. He had to step away for a second and beat a kid. Um, he'll, he'll be back soon. Uh, the Deep, Deep Beyond uh, number 11. 
almost almost finishing up. Then we have the Department of Truth at 15 and uh, Echo Lands issue 5. And then they're doing these raw cut editions, continuing the raw cut editions. This is um uh, for issue four, they're going to do one of those. Uh, I've not dabbled into those, and um, J.H. Williams' art, though, is pretty amazing. Uh, we're looking at Firepower 18. That continues to chug along. They're, they were way ahead. Uh, I was looking at some of the back matter in a previous Firepower, and Kirkman and Samney were like 12 issues ahead, and then Samney um, has since kind of slowed his pace and they're catching up so he they're now talking I think in the last one I can't remember what issue that was like 14 maybe um, they're talk they talked about how at some point they'll be taking the trade break hiatus after being a dozen issues in the can ahead of ahead which I thought was um, surprising because I thought Samney was really fast he might be like spread thin doing other things um, yeah yeah. Well, this one here is the end. Of, this eighteen is the end of the arc, so it'll be the end of the third trade here as they're publishing now. Yes, uh, your mic was open, so we did get to hear you beating on your children. Um, Excellent. So you should be getting a, a, a notice from the Children's Services Agency soon. <laughs> well, I get about sixty-five pops from Alexa as they were doing <laughs> stupid notes, and I was just like, "Get off the Alexa!" <laughs> uh, then we've got Good Asian uh, number eight. It's getting close to finishing. Uh, that's that's been a fun story. I, I think they might revisit that one, or, or that'll definitely make it into some other format. I think it's been well received enough. I'm enjoying that one. The way this the Spawn universe is growing, I can I can just see like this, like a whole series of stuff. Him getting some kind of license agreement with one of the streamers. Mm -hmm. that just says okay we're going to do a spawn main series and then we're going to do a bunch of these little I can just see that 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 thing rolling out into various formats um and him just really ex expanding its, its its footprint can't you I mean he seems like he's got that it seems like he's been planning this for a long time. He's got you know his characters, his yeah. different branches he's going. He's as of now got his Avengers universe coming in. So I mean, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. It, I mean, he. I think we just need one of these offshoots to just hit hard, like one of them to become super popular, and that's all it's going to take. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're looking at. I, I'm looking at Ice Cream Man twenty eight. And looking at told the, me Ice Cream Man was ending. <laughs> I don't think I did. I don't, did I say oh, that? Yeah. I don't think Maybe. so. Not about Ice Cream Man. Um, but cover A is like a book from an etymology, an, from an, like an etymology textbook. And it's just like a bunch of text. I'm not really sure what's, what that's going on there. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I don't know that that is as appealing as they might have thought it was. <laughs> It's, so far, I've, they've been right on about everything. That's true, but if I could, I, I think I'd rather have an actual ice cream man with the chest cavity open, um, on, on the cover B. <laughs> I think that's a little uh, creepy. 
But it looks like this is, from the looks of this solicit, it's talking about, so it says the etymologist rises is the title of issue 28. He said the term comic book is an etymologically confusing one as they, the comics, are most often not humorous, nor are they in the tradition, traditional sense books. So it's kind of like a deep dive into what is a comic book, maybe? It could, huh. be, it could be kind of interesting. Behind the curtains, uh, meta type. All this stuff is meta. All his stuff is pretty okay. meta. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I, lo- I love Ice Cream Man, so I'll, I'm on board for sure. At the very least, jump in and see what it's about. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be creepy things within the whole thing. Now, Kyle, uh, raise a glass. Uh, Manifest Destiny number 48 is series finale. Uh, My beloved Manifest Destiny, written by Chris Dingus, art by Matthew Roberts and Owen Gianni. Uh, Made it 48 issues, told its story... And that's going to be finishing up. Um, and made me some really good money off this one. I hope so. I hope I hope I see this again in another medium. Um, it's Lewis and Clark, a supernatural Lewis and Clark retelling, um, if you don't know. And, gosh, it's been... I didn't realize this started back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, so, more than... More than just a dozen up issues. They've not quite done a dozen <laughs> issues a year, obviously, to go from it, to only get 48 from 2013 to now. But they've been plugging along, taking their breaks, keeping at it. Um, ah, this book is just, I, I just love this book. Um, it's one of the original Skybound launches uh, the, of um, Kirkman's Skybound imprint. And, you know, they've nurtured this along. I don't. I think when we were last seeing sales numbers, it it was pretty paltry. I mean, it was like for sure under like three thousand, maybe, and it just nobody was buying it, and it was a bummer. But man, I love this book, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna really miss it. And a master class on what to do with the splash page at the end of an issue to uh, cliffhanger into the next issue. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's right, straight out of the Kirkman school, the Eric Larson school of keep them wanting more and get them to come back uh, mm-hmm. for the single issue experience. You know, they cram all kinds of stuff into these single issues so that it's worth reading um, in the floppy form and not trade waiting. So, so great. Um, it's going to be a great collection. You know, they'll be able to do it. An, one omnibus, two three two hardcovers? One compendium. Yeah. Uh, multiple omnibus. Um, yeah, multiple hardcovers. It's going to be beautifully collected and a, a an earner for them for years and years to come because I think it's going to have a long, long tail. Um and I know it got op- it got optioned at some point, didn't it? I just mm-hmm. don't know where it is in, so. in development or what what streamer or who has it, what studio has well, it. Well, it's Skybound, so Skybound all went to the same place. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I can't. Who was that? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember <laughs> either. Um, exciting stuff. I, I I love this book. I'm gonna miss it. Um, it's one of you know with this and Deadly Class. Deadly Class will be ending pretty soon. Uh, some of my long running image books you know that pretty much 
are kind of they kind of mirror our you know since we started podcasting right so the mm-hmm. the stuff from 2011 12 13 all ending um or in the case of saga just going away for a couple of years and maybe coming back <laughs> um, <laughs> the six month hiatus becoming yeah. a, a yearly yeah so i don't know are they trying to tell us something kyle that uh they're all getting it's time out for of us the game. to fade off into are the darkness. Supposed, maybe supposed to hang them up at this point. We have we stayed out, overstayed our welcome. I don't yeah. know, but oh man, I can't I can't recommend Manifest Destiny enough uh, to those folks that haven't read it. And you know you can get the the dollar uh, image first uh, first mm-hmm. issue. You can get the nine ninety nine intro trade of the first five or six. First trade, second trade, phenomenal. We yeah. we wavered a little bit in the river for a while and, and didn't, didn't <laughs> yeah. move as fast as we should for a while, but uh, yeah. just very, very good. Yeah, now it's it's full steam ahead, heading towards the end. Um, you know, lots of cool, fantastical creatures and exciting stops along the way. And I don't know if we get all our answers or not. I, I'm excited to find out, but yeah. So check out Manifest Destiny number 48, the culmination of a lot of effort from some great creators. Um, Awesome stuff. Mm. Uh, Let's see, we're finishing up the Me You Love in the Dark, Scotty Young. That's finishing up the miniseries finale there. Uh, New Burn, we're going to get our second issue of New Burn. New New Burn from uh, Chip Zdarsky. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that one. I read that first issue. Yeah, I don't think it's out. That cover B for uh, Nita Hawk's Nightmare blog that uh, Saturday. <laughs> that's a good style. That's a <coughs> oh, yeah. It looks like the Saturday Evening Post. Oh, that's, Post, yeah. that's awesome. So, Noctera's been out for a long time. Did we do a second print already, or are we just now circling back to the second print on Noctera number one? Yeah, that doesn't seem right. Yeah, I think that's. I think we printed a lot of seconds and fourths on number two. And yeah, yeah, that seems like that's happened a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, and then we get to uh, that Texas Blood still chugging along issue thirteen. This is one that I think can go for a long time as well. A lot of stories to tell in that universe. That'll be fun. Walking Dead Deluxe, uh, issues 28 and 29. Uh, A lot of Woodbury stuff, Governor stuff going on at that point. Mm. And that's, I mean, we're we're past the the super popular ones. Yeah. And you know what's curious is a lot of the stuff I don't I don't know that it holds up as far as like character choices given mm-hmm. all the history that's passed. Um, yeah. Like, so we've all seen the evolution of these characters in print form over nearly two hundred issues. Um, so we've read their evolution. And we've seen the remix uh, version of these characters in uh, television form, and now we're almost finishing that up. 
with the final season trilogy happening. And so that's a lot of water under the bridge for these characters mm-hmm. to go to. Th- so now we're going back and like the last issue, you know, you're seeing Michonne uh, and, and Tyrese, uh, you know, hooking up, you mm-hmm. know, Carol committing suicide, um, attempting to kill, commit suicide. And you're like, these are these characters. These these are not these characters. <laughs> this is not who these characters are. Um, but that's because they they're different than how they started and they evolve. Yeah. Well, Carol didn't evolve in the book, but um, <laughs> Michonne sure did, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, it's kind of a it's a really fun experiment, I guess, to go back and revisit this stuff after all all the things that you already know. And some of them just stick out like sore thumbs. And yeah. and then some of them are just like, oh, that's right, I forgot that it started like this. Mm-hmm. Check out the cover D for 28. I love that Tedesco cover. With the glove? With the hand? Oh, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> pretty major point that we now have a cover for. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah that is cool. Uh, okay, so 28 gets four covers, 29 gets two. Any reason why? <laughs> why not just three for each? Is, is 28? 28 must be something special. The uh, cutting of the hand. Is that is that enough to? I don't know. <laughs> the final appearance of hand. <laughs> Um, what's the furthest place from here gets another um, uh, vinyl edition with an with a you can get a record with it. And it's in issue two as well. Uh, this is the uh, Punk Upstart Warriors and Indie Shredders Screaming Females. I'll get there, get a, a beat a, a, a two sided seven inch. That's kind of neat. Uh, do you know anybody that's got these yet? See what they look like. Uh-huh. I, I was just thinking the same thing as I haven't really yeah. seen these. I like the I like the idea of them a lot. Um, I just haven't pulled the trigger on buying any of them. And that's pretty much all I had from Image, I think. Unless you had something else, Kyle. Huh? That's it. But uh, a lot of cool stuff and some stuff leaving us. Definitely. Uh, what's next, Kyle? Do we do Hot 10 or are we going to do FOC? What's next? Uh, we can do either one because we only, we only got one Hot Bucks thing we're going through. So yeah. let's do FOC next. Okay, let's do that. Of course, FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last chance to add a few things to our book list to get, uh, just to make sure we're getting things at the original release price and not paying all the extra dollars that we need to for things. Um, we get a really cool curated list from our good friends at Deep Discount and Cowabunga Comics, um, where they pull out the stuff that uh, they think is featuring and then give us a nice little list. Some of the things that they're looking at is they are looking at DC versus Vampires number one. Uh, they like that cover A, that Otto wow. Schmidt. Task Force Z number one um, from DC as well. Still the cover A on that one. Epic tavern tales from the fantastical crimes universe or unit number one black caravan imprint on that uh province of secrets number one 
cover A. Christian Debari cover there. I'm not even sure that we'll have to dig into what publisher that is. Uh, they're looking at the Osagi Yojimbo Volume 2. Really cool cover there. The f for the first time in full color. So we've got two full volumes of full color, uh, color available. Hellcop number one from Image. Cover A. Uh, Nightmare blog. Or Nita Hawk's Nightmare blog number one. The cover C. There's a Matina cover on there. and That is a wicked looking Matina cover. Marvel Voices Community number one. We've got a new feature on that with a nice cover on there. Phoenix Songs Echo number one. The Carnero Storm Stormbreakers variant. So we've, we're back to what looks like the symbiote covers with those. So we've got some awesome stuff there. Uh, the second trade for Star Wars High Republic. The really cool deluxe edition hardcover slipcover for Something is Killing Children. And then... Agritsuro down the rabbit hole hardcover there in a little bit of the all AG category. So he pulled out quite a bit of stuff to feature here for FOC. So I'm imagining this one's pretty deep. Yeah, let's see what we got. We've got um, <clears throat> already the second print of Harley Quinn, the animated series. Mm -hmm. um, Eat, bang, kill tour. Number one goes to another second printing. That's kind of cool. Definitely. Uh, we've got... Batman Secret Files, Peacekeeper number one. I don't know if you're interested in any of those things. They just look, they look, um, DC's really just crushing it with their covers, man. Yeah. Sorry, I was obsessed down at Nightwing 85 because we're, we're feast state, but we're back with, uh, Nightwing and the Batgirl combination, and I remember that being a big thing in the New 52s. Oh, yes, yes. What was that, issue four of the mm -hmm. of the last Nightwing series? Where, um, was it, was it four or two? I don't remember. It was issue four of that issue of four. New 52 series. Became the most difficult one to find in the lowest, one of the lower print runs because of the Batgirl and him combination kind of split the fan base and they just dried up real quick. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It was. Pro I'm guessing it was Batgirl fans seeking that out because she was on the cover, mm -hmm. and they're going to seek this one out because she's on the cover of both co both cover A, B, and C. Yeah, and it's a design. There's a design sketch cover of her too so yeah Kyle that's a good idea that's smart because I think it's possible it could his history could repeat itself yep I I do I do take a little issue with the fact that we're back to Batgirl again um, mm -hmm. because we had we had our Oracle going strong and I don't really understand why <clears throat> we have to go back and forth between Oracle and Batgirl. Why we can't just pick a lane and stay in it? But you know, are you questioning Tom Taylor? A little bit, yeah. Okay, yeah, a little we, bit. We, uh, I mean, uh. I thought he, I thought he was doing a great job with Oracle. I was, gl I was glad to have her back. Um, I just don't understand why we we have to have both Oracle and Batgirl as her flashlighting between the two characters why she can't just pick one right 
Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I mean, I guess they don't want to give up on either IP, so let's keep them both <laughs> cope both going strong. Um, there you go. But it really doesn't make any sense that Oric, she's in the wheelchair as Oracle, but then her, I don't know, spine machine allows her to be Batgirl as well, but not for too long. I don't get it. I think that's what I think that's the deal. Like she can't, she can still do it, but but if she pushes it too far, then she could damage herself or something. I don't know. I can't wait for Drew's uh, Batgirl series. Batgirl and the Spine Machine. <laughs> I think that's the official um, Is medical that the term. Word? Spine Machine. Yeah, yeah. It's Lucius Fox. What have you designed? I made Spine Machine. Spine Machine. Yeah, that's what it is. Hey man, remember basketful of heads? Well, now we're going to do a refrigerator <laughs> full of heads. What's bigger than a basket? Obviously, a refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And next after that is a bank safe vault of heads. <laughs> Volkswagen Beetle full of heads. <laughs> we could go on forever. Okay, explain to me the cover B on a refrigerator full of heads. <laughs> well, obviously, um, you scuba dive... <laughs> with a shark chasing you for, a, your... for an ancient magical axe <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't, it, that is weird right I guess we'll have to read yeah. it and find out yeah I was going to say they've gone in a direction that I was not anticipating yeah man with a leaning into the king shark putting him on uh, every suicide squad uh, King, well of course it is his book so why not <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but those are some interesting covers for King Shark. If you can't get enough of him, apparently he's uh, featuring in basket or refrigerator full of heads. Yeah. Now, Task Force Z. How intrigued are you on this book? It's uh, interesting. Okay, I'm so curious. <laughs> it we've had Marvel Zombies. We've mm -hmm. had we've had uh, Tom Taylor's. Uh, what was his book? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me too quick. Jeez, what's wrong with us? Anyway, <laughs> it's early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had his his book of of zombie superheroes, and now we're going to revisit yeah. it with Task Force C and reanimate some dead dead villains. Like, I mean, I guess it's a little different twist. Uh, I'm interested <laughs> in it. There you go. I'm guessing they're not going to stay dead, right? I'm guessing not either. That they're, they're resurrecting them and then they're going to be back out in the world again so we never really killed them so this, are these going to be based on I think they're going to just be resurrecting all the uh, Arkham villains that were killed is that right? It sounds like it uh, yeah Something especially like from looking at Dan Mora's uh, 1 in 25 cover yeah and we're doing 1 in 100 so <sighs> after after DC got away from this they're back one more bite of the apple. Yeah. Lots of fun stuff there um, to choose from. Uh, Dark Horse, I don't see a lot. Um, <clears throat> New Orville, yeah. two-issue launching. Um, and Tales from Harrow County, Fair Folk, uh, is finishing up with its fourth issue. There you go. Um, new du Dungeons and Dragons and My Little Pony from IDW launches. 
not not a not a crossover, but two different <laughs> series. But it's a prelude to Baldur's Gate three video game, so that's pretty cool. Okay. So the lead into that, it's awesome. And Baldur's Gate's an old video game, right? Yeah, yeah. There's been some old Baldur's Gate, but one of the better video games of all time. There you go. Uh, Me, you love in the dark gets a third printing from Image. Primordial number one gets a second printing. Um, we're gonna relaunch. I wish. Ant. I, I wish. Okay, they, never mind. They're not showing us the thing. I was like, I wish it wasn't so dumb. I can't remember what the first printing looked like, but they don't give us the cover art yet. So that would lead yeah. me to leave. But it's hopefully, something different. I would hope so. <clears throat> yeah. Um, unless they're just gonna do a color wash on it, and we yeah. just haven't taken the time to do that yet. So we got the, f I guess we got the final issue of the last Ant volume, long awaited, and now we're going to relaunch that series. I mean, that's weird, but okay. Yeah, it's old series, right? I mean, old yeah. character that's been gone for a while. Um, it's an all new origin. I guess they're going to retell the, the origin. People like the character. <laughs> Apparently not. It went dormant for uh, a dozen years. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Maybe they, they, not enough people like the character. Yeah. I guess there that's are a select few big, big fans. Yeah. Haberlin's Hellcop launches. Doing some creepy, creepy ice cream man cover bees. No, I don't even know if I want to look. Uh, I don't think. I think no, that's the stuff of night. I say, uh, yeah, that's the stuff of yeah, nightmares. That's bad. Holy crap! King Spawn gets a second print after all those copies. Yeah. Supply and demand, bro. Yeah, no kidding. Gonna give uh, five uh, covers for Walking Dead twenty five. Oh wow! More more so because I think it's the twenty fifth issue, and we're gonna do the Marvel. Let's celebrate the milestone yeah. of twenty five. Yeah. Than it being anything happening in there. I always gotta remember to click on cover B because it's. The traditional cover, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. It was oh yeah, that's right. That's what <laughs> that's what that is. Uh, what only, are, yeah. What is Marvel Voices focusing on? This Latinx. Uh, it's, yeah, I was gonna say, I'm not sure which creator versions we have here. In this one. Yeah, yeah, Latinx community. And we're gonna get. How many Moon Knights? Uh, I'm going to get, looks like, two independently orderable for issue four and a Delato one in 25, I'm guessing. Yep. That sound right? Mm-hmm. And there's been some cool store variants. A lot, Moon Knights had some good store variants, exclusive. Stuff, yeah. So. That's a lot bullshit. of stuff that 
a, a, a fan like yourself would have to very much chase. <laughs> yeah, that would be a real challenge for me to chase those down. So that's why I poo-poo it. <laughs> we had a good bit of heat on Moon Knight number three. Yeah, exciting. As the um, first full first full appearance of Hunter's Moon. Right. Um, a character that, ah, I mean, didn't look that impressive in the issue, was busted pretty mm-hmm. easily. Um, we'll see what happens going forward, how much that that villain is used. Um, I'm curious to see how, yeah. how that plays out. Uh, but exciting, exciting that it uh, the new volume of Moon Knight can generate heat like uh, the the 1980s volume has been. IG88 getting his own book, Drew. As we are, oh, wow, cool. a, a story by a robot. But I, what? as far as stories go, that is awesome because, like, IG-88 notoriously hates humans. So that should be fun to see his perspective. <laughs> yeah, what was the, um, what was the IG uh, that was in... IG-11? Was that who that was? Yeah, that was... IG- that was a, yeah, IG-11 was in uh, Mandalorian. That was a great story arc. That was so much fun. Mm-hmm. So if they can just capture that, that'd be great. Yeah. Do you see we're not getting a Mandalorian this year? You don't know that, that, but I assume we get, that. We get that Boba thing instead uh, on Bo- Disney Plus. Book of Boba Fett. Again, you showed me a thing off the internet that I'm assuming is not a real poster. <laughs> you mean, you mean, it, all the internet stuff is not true? <laughs> Correct. There were far too many characters in that on that poster for it to be real and not a bigger deal. So, I'm assuming gotcha. what you showed me was a fan art thing, fan and that yeah, it true. means absolutely nothing. That's true. Uh, <laughs> it's possible. We'll stay tuned. I, I did see that there's <laughs> right. I, there's um, uh, Disney Plus Day on November 12th, and mm. there they've got. In addition to dropping Shang-Chi uh, um, in The Legend of the Ten Rings that day, uh, they're also dropping Jungle Cruise, um, a couple of other books, um, or a couple of other show, or movies, um, a new Simpsons short, um, a, a Star Wars special look, and a Marvel special look. So... Um, those were the ones that were the most curious to me. So oh, yeah. set your set your DVRs. Well, don't set your DVRs to streaming service. <laughs> set your calendars for <laughs> November twelfth um, and check. Pull your TiVos out of the box and put them connected to your du- computer. Dust off your VCRs <laughs> uh, for because I'm I'm interested in whatever the Star Wars special look and Marvel special look is. I'm guessing yeah. it's some kind of announcement that that they've been keeping under the under the vest. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> under the vest is that similar to close to the vest, but even more buried? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 even closer still to the vest because it's <laughs> under it. That's right. Yeah. It's just <laughs> hey, a... I can't even find this vest. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Yeah, I've hidden it underneath it. That's why. That's right. Marvel's got a pretty good slate, though. Yeah, good stuff. Some of our smaller publishers were going to the third issue of Not All Robot Robots and uh, Eat the Rich. Ma gets the second issue. Gets four covers. Yeah. Dead Box uh, it, number one goes to a second printing. Barbaric goes to a fourth printing for its first issue. Did did do we know that Barbaric has done this well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it has. Uh, kind of under the radar, though, right? Yeah. I love that the last book you'll ever read has three printings. The just <laughs> the, the irony of that. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Behemoth uh, Comics is putting out Pop Star Assassin number one from Ed Lavelli and Matt Cashel. Uh, it looks like um, Elvis is also a, a hitman. <laughs> mm. um, looks kind of wild. Definitely. Don't know how well that'll do. <laughs> I wonder if we're, how Bubba Hotep this is going to end up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Dynamite gives us Purgatory number one from Ray Fox. Oh, it's it looks like it's part of the Van, Vampirella universe. Yep. yep. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just less interesting to me. Yeah. <laughs> that means this is for a few people. Yeah. So, um, white number five allocations uh, will occur from <laughs> Black Mask. Um, I don't know if Black Mask is now my most hated publisher or Bad Idea is my most bet. They, they, yeah. I think it's Bad Idea still by, um, by a hair because they have so many bad ideas uh, that upset me. Um, whereas Black Mask um, has only recently upset me. I well, put a Black that. Mask book on the last <coughs> on the on the order for last month. And I almost didn't because of all the bullcrap. Yeah, well, I, I definitely didn't because of it. And uh, oh, I should probably stop talking about them. But, um, yeah, they, they, they anger me. Bad idea angers me. Um, but, yeah, I think I think they're number two. Black Mask is, Black Mask is my number two most hated publisher. <laughs> Who's three? We got to get a third on here. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's Titan because they're doing allocations for Gun Honey number one. Their second, but that's the second print. I mean, they're not. They didn't allocate the first. I don't believe so. Yeah, well, I don't. Why? Why do you? It's it's called final order cutoff for a reason. But this, this okay, is your final. So order I can cutoff. actually see. I actually like the idea of second printings having a set number. And then, if we go to a third, having a set number. Because I hate these weird situations where you have the first print with a print run of like 6,000, and then the second print has 12,000. It's weird. Um, so I actually think it's cool when you have like a second print limited to 5,000, third print limited to 5,000. I always think that's actually a good thing. Yeah, when we remember that, was it Ice Cream Man the first time they did the Dr. Seuss? Mm-hmm. Second printing or whatever, and it yeah outsold like the first issue. Yeah, by by triple. <laughs> yeah, 
And so, yeah, that was that was kind of a bummer for us as mm -hmm. speckers. Yeah, that is true. I don't like that as well. So tons of good stuff in the FOC list. Um, if you're new to the show and um, don't know about that, that's that's a weekly list that you can get on that mailing list. The link is in the show notes. Feel free to click on that. And you can be a part of uh, the Cowabunga FOC list yeah. and order. Feel free to use their list to take to your LCS to to see about getting on FOC. And if not, uh, contact them if you need to get them over the thing. But it's yeah. so much easier than tracking them down on eBay and paying three times the price. Yeah, yeah. So tell tell you, your LCS to get with the program or kick them to the curb and go to go to yeah. Cowabunga, like we did. That's right. Drew, we have done some awesome things looking into the net, the future and a few things coming up here. Um, but let's check out what's hot right now. Let's go to our friends at CBSI at Comic Book Invest. And let's look at the hot 10 comics list. Fantastic. So at number one, Drew, Hit Monkey. Hit Monkey. Did you see the, did you see the, the trailer for Hit Monkey? No. The animated series Hit Monkey. <laughs> it looks pretty cool, actually. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it looks very well done. Writer Daniel Way, depending on the grade, a raw price prior to the Hit Monkey trailer were between $40 and $60. After that trailer, they have spiked to 125 to 150 and a 9.6 CGC sold for $450. While I don't like Hulu prospects... I hope this is well received so Hitmonkey can cross over to at least a D plus book. At rank two, we have Siege number three, the J. Scott Campbell variant. Hard to track trends on such a very, very rare book, but a raw sold for $2,600 this week, which other than the $5,000 sale in June is as much as 9.8s were previously selling for. So... That is a very rare bucket with a very cool, one of the very cool Deadpool covers. This is one of the early, <clears throat> uh, like, was this like a 1 in 25 or just a, one of the ones you bought from his website? I think it was a 1 in 25 or something like that. Yeah, yeah okay. At rank three, we have Nebula, number one. Was just simply a cover price book. Now it's between 20 and $30. And you can pick up her first appearance in Very Fine Near Mint for around 40 Hmm, I actually love the Karen Gillan character, but this one doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So I'm not real sure what the spike was for that, but that's interesting to see. There's some extra nebula heat. Yeah, it seems like it's at, a little, uh, little late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, at rank four, we have Kang the Conqueror, number two. Came out last week and was selling for cover. This week is selling for between 15 and $20. The story is a bit convoluted, but spoilers. Ravana Renslayer was Moon Knight? No clue where they are going with this, but that reveal has definitely piqued some pizzas, people's interest. Yeah, I didn't, didn't know that, so now yeah. i got to read that damn book. Now you got to jump into Kang the Conqueror. Congratulations on that. Yeah. At rank five, we have the United States. The okay, United States of Captain America number four, the Peach Momoko one in twenty-five. 
around 50 or 60 dollars it's been a while since a peach cover has been on the hot 10 so welcome back peach am i the only one that thought she was a mermaid at first on this cover but it looks like she's captain america probably never mind boy i love this next one at number six i missed this one but it's so cool looking yeah at rank is. six we have radiant radiant black number eight the tyler kirkham one in 25 variant um between 40 and 50 dollars uh, are many stores still ordering more than five books of this title, let alone 25? Add in that, and this sweet Kirkham cover and this awesome picture becomes a pretty clear while it's selling at double the current ratio. At rank seven, we talked about this a little bit before, Moon Knight number three. We're talking about the Rod Rice 1 and 25 variant. 40 50 bucks already there is that first appearance we talked about in here the of the hunter's moon i can't decide how i feel about this cover so what do you think drew i like it there we go the stamp of approval <laughs> creatures of the id number one at rank eight uh lang allred and meyer are are the writers slash artists for this saw no indication anywhere that there is madman movie tv news or anything however sales indicate something has juiced up interest in this hard to find early 90s key 9.0s are up to 250 dollars so just a heads up we don't know why there's movement on this but just fyi at rank nine we have blip number one (coughs) by uh what uh drew's good friend varios yeah Tracking prices on raw copies of this are difficult due to condition issues. But sales this week have been brisk. Not sure why the surge this week. And a high and as high as two hundred dollars on raw copies. And a nine point two sold for three hundred and eighty, which is double the previous all time high for this grade. Nine point eight just six months ago were six hundred and fifty dollars and are now twenty three hundred and more. Is this like a GameStop stock situation where people uh, on Reddit forums were pumping say, and dumping? Say let's let's prop this up <laughs> and make this into. I mean, where's these things coming from? We don't even nobody even knows. Yeah, why this, aside why from are... like I said, a couple of the uh, the fun Facebook communities trying to prop, <coughs> prop up Dark Hawk number one, we've been doing that. Other than that, I've not heard too much of that kind of thing. Yeah, strange. At rank ten, we have Lady, or we have Daredevil number one eleven, the Terry Dodson variant. This is the Ed Brubaker written. I wouldn't have thought that the Hip Monkey trailer would have caused that much interest, but at least seeing Lady Bullseye. Puts extra eyes on her. This one is up around a hundred dollars raw and four hundred and twenty-five for a nine point eight. All covers of this issue are seeing activity, though. Yeah, it's a great so, cover. Uh, and we got some honorable mentions. The real Ghostbusters number one, a raw copy, will now set you back forty or fifty dollars, and don't expect that to get you a very clean copy. With Ghostbusters coming back to the silver screen, expect more casual fans to be looking for this. And this is more in the category of uh, people my age that now have more money than they know what to do with, so we go back and grab for childhood things. Yes. And from there, cool and old school thing, Teenage Diary Secrets number six. 
a raw 2.5 sold for over $1,400 this week, compared to a graded 4.0 that sold last year for $775. I would, I would not have known that this was Marilyn Monroe on the cover if I hadn't been told. That's crazy. Yeah, an I mean, old teenage Marilyn Monroe on the cover. Yeah. So why, why the interest? Because it's a ten center, I guess. Yeah. A, a star. Photo cover. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that what what sub sub genre this is. I mean, it hits many things. I mean, it would hit Marilyn Monroe people, old school fans. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's do a sneak peek at next week and head on over to Lunar to see what DC's got coming out. That's right, our new releases for the 28th. Never like a weird baby on the cover of anything, but Batman Reptilian number four, that Liam Sharp cover A is crazy. Yeah, uh, would make you want to pick that up and say, okay, what's this all about? Got a wicked calendar man on the cover of Batman Superman 22. Always like a calendar man appearance. <laughs> and Mr. Mixoplex with him. I just wanted to prove that I can say Mr. Mixoplex correctly. Well, there's probably 75 different versions of people out there going, No, it's pronounced this way. I think you got it right, though. I like, think I got it right. That's what I heard in uh, one of the animated shows, so that's what yeah, I'm going with. Yep. Yeah, that's how they did it on Super Friends, so it's good to me. Good to <laughs> so, it is gospel. Yeah. Derek Chu just does some great Harley covers. I don't care what you say. The cover be there. <laughs> who's saying, who's saying that very, he doesn't? It's a ver- uh, you know, the, the same people saying my Mixoplex was incorrect. You know, the same people saying, you know what, I could take or leave those Derek Chu covers. <laughs> those I've guys are jerks. Not, I'm not having it. That's right. So, okay. So, who is on the cover of Robin, or the cover B of Robin 6? I can't remember. Uh, that is, um, <clears throat> Flatline? Flatline. No, that's not Flatline. Ravager, one, one of the, one, uh, one of the new characters introduced in this series, yeah. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good cover of him is what I was saying. I yeah. like it. Okay, is this Merca and Dolfo? That's not an homage. Finish your sentence. Where were, where were you talking about? This Ruby Justice League number six of seven. I, you know, there's a, a classic old with the star guy on the cover from um, oh, yeah. Avengers from War Suicide. or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I just making sure that wasn't like an homage cover we're missing. <gasps> Stabity Bunny has a plushie? <laughs> yeah, you can oh. buy your own Stabity Bunny plushie. That do anything for Which you? It's just a white rabbit. It's just a white rabbit. It doesn't look stabby at all. He doesn't come with a knife or anything. He doesn't no. come with a knife or anything. Ah. You're missing it. They're missing out completely. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what um image has for us. This week it's um Alright. 
We're making our first shot at Echo Land's Raw Cuts with the first issue Raw Cut. Um, we'll see how that that'll probably do as well as any director's cut ever does, which is not to say not not that yeah. great. Just a bunch of ongoings, nothing special jumping out at me. Any of the um, spawns, all the spawns look pretty cool actually. <laughs> as always, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they're great looking covers. It's not even funny. Yeah, and we're not being able to see all of the sweet paprika covers, I assume. Mm-mm. Let's see, Dark Horse um, launches a new Stranger Things with Tomb of, uh, what do you think, Ibwen? Y-B-W-E-N? Ibwen? Yeah, I, li I think that's good. I like that. We'll go with Ibwen. ID, IDW um, launches an Art of... Pulp Fiction Illustrated History of Vintage Paper, which looks really cool. Um, these are old Pulp Fiction paperbacks from the 1940s through the 1970s, and their covers, which hmm. are all fantastic. And if we're on a comic, yeah. would make you want to buy it. Do we get the Eastman cover for... Oh, okay. No. Um, the Nishijima is kind of like a stylized thing. I don't know what they got going on in there. I think that's final art. I don't love it. Hmm. Marvel gives us another awesome... Amazing fantasy cover for issue three. Those are pretty great. Yeah. Anything else in Marvel? Oh, I got Inferno. That art German Inferno. We forgot about that one. Mm, that's right. <clears throat> That's Looking at the Scotty Young version of Extreme Carnage. I like it when he takes sadistic characters and makes them tiny children. <laughs> it's not old? You have That hasn't gotten old for you? <laughs> no, I still enjoy it. That is a, a weird take on that, though. Yeah. Did we ever figure out who W-O-B-H uh, is in Star Wars? Is that, the, is that the character that sits on Jabba's shoulder no that's salacious crumb oh okay sorry my i'm taking a while to load this so i'm uh... oh yeah yeah this this weird dude animanatum <laughs> yeah i don't know I don't, I don't know who that is Dynamite gives us uh, Army of Darkness 79. Kind of interesting. Gotta love... I'm still oohing and on over that art germ. <laughs> Looks really great. Mystique.
If you don't take that one, I'm taking that one. <laughs> what is it again? Well, I, best, I guess I should finish up. I mean, there might be something else, but right now that's number one with a bullet for me. What was it? The Art Germ Inferno number one with ah. Mystique on the cover, the painted Mystique cover. That is pretty cool. Hey, isn't that, I pointed that out to you during FOC. You can't take things that I showed you. In FOC? Well, we, you know, maybe, yeah. you know, that that does make sense. We should probably do an FOC pick. <laughs> like, even more so yeah. than our We've sneak peek. We've done that before, when there's a clear cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we should tr maybe we should do one like a consensus FOC pick, um, because that because you can actually you know guarantee that you're going to get one for a decent price if you and the guarantee that it's in your pull yeah. box. I don't know why why it's taken us 671 episodes to figure that out. But. Well, I sometimes when we do the FOC at, like right at the end, I'm like, well, I I think you need to add this, this, and this. Yeah. Sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. Well. So right, uh, right. but isn't it an official segment? Is it an official okay. segment? No, it is not. I apologize. Yes. Let's so you, make it official. Yeah. Did you officially order any second print Moon Knight number twos? Like Kyle's Kooky Corner FOC lock. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need something we need something that's an official segment. Uh, we will workshop that in the FOC. <laughs> I don't think that's the I don't think that's the final. Yeah. <laughs> Moon Knight number two second print. Did you get any? Yeah. Okay, just checking. I'm just making sure. Of course. Higher public number eight going to a second print. Yeah. What I did was I stopped buying um, all the covers for Walking Dead. And then I shifted that dollar amount over to uh, completing all, all Moon Knight releases. When did you stop that? Did you stop that at Governor or did you stop that at Michonne? Michonne. Got Michonne it. was the last one. Gotcha. Am I? I'm going too far. Oh, I'm back up in. Sorry, I'm. I'm lost in my on, on previous world. Sure, come on back to us. Pulling up something is killing the children books to see if anything that, that was pretty cool. So we're in the back half, right? Do we do yep. boom yet? Do we already do boom? I went past Boom and said, I don't see anything I need in Boom. Gotcha. Corset number one from Scout Comics. Master Gregory de Alpien is a world-famous fashion designer and inventor. His groundbreaking corsets fascinate and inspire millions of people around the world. It's been years since he showed his face in public, living in seclusion in his mysterious clock tower high above Gothic City. One night, a young and naive girl named Elise ruins the master's grand fashion show. De Alpien invites her to his tower where he plans to reveal his dark secrets to her, but first she must give him something in return. Okay, they told me a lot and yet nothing at all in that yeah. same thing. 
Exactly. And I don't know. And they also have a Prestige Edition cover. That's kind of cool. So they're doing a standard cover and then a Prestige format of the exact same thing. Same cover, art, and everything. Yeah. So speaking of the where we talked about it during FOC, we're talking about it again. Um, Gun, Gun Honey, number one. Yep. yep yeah, yep, that's, yep. that's... Oh. that's that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Now there's a Sinkevich as well. <laughs> I know. I got to go with cover A. I can't get past that Adam Hughes. So there's just something about it. I can't put my finger on it exactly, but there's something can't about it that really. Can't put your finger on what it is. Gotcha. This book's probably not going to be fun. Human Remains, number one, from Vault Comic by Peter Milligan. Yeah, not a laugh of riot there, is it? Mm, yeah. Dax and Bisa love each other, but in this new and terrifying world, love is dangerous. Feeling anything is dangerous. Earth has a new and terrible invading monster that deprives us of the very feelings that make us human. A shocking tale of pent-up emotion, perilous loud sex, and forced composure in the face of unspeakable horror. From the, one of the most celebrated writers of comics, Peter Milligan, and breakout horror artist, Sally Contratito. Contratito. Contratino. We've got um, the second issue of Suicide Jockeys uh, by Ryland Grant, who um, Jason interviewed recently. Uh... Ah. Now the previous issue homage for issue one was Roadhouse, ah, and, and this it, this issue cover B homage is something that I, I recognize, but I can't remember, and I don't know what it is. It well, looks recognizable. What, what what book? Suicide Jockeys number two. We talked about this. I gave you the answer to this on FOC. Was it Death Race 2000? Death Race, yes. Yeah, okay. You didn't tell me that. I may mm. be, I may have Alzheimer's. It's possible. <laughs> oh my god, this podcast just got so so dark. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're telling you that uh, this is Drew's final episode. We're putting him in a home. From Source Point Press, we have Unborn Number One for fans of Alien and Power Rangers. That's oh. a bit of a yeah. What's uh, the Venn diagram there? Born at an odd time. Yeah. On a strange world, five explorers mine for super fuels in a last-ditch effort to save collapsing Earth, but the mission goes to hell when they are overrun by a hostile alien species. With humanity's survival hanging in the balance, the crew must eradicate the deadly hordes and salvage the mission, but what if the monsters aren't the only things they have to worry about? What if the most dangerous threat facing the crew is each other? Mm -hmm. I... I, I uh, it doesn't look bad. Right. All right, let's do it. Red 5 Comics. I'm still reading books. We got oh. number ones coming out from Small Apollo Blisher's True. We have Verge number one from Red 5 Comics. A mysterious time travel event known as The Verge has brought thousands of people from across all of history to New York City. Vikings, samurai, Romans, Mayans, cavemen, and thousands <laughs> of others all live in a vast and turbulent melting pot. 
Connie Liu is a New York City detective investigating the murder of three samurais, a case which threatens Listen, to turn the divisions of the city into four cups of coffee. Into, oh, and if wow. we don't get to my sneak peek, <laughs> there's going to be an accident. <laughs> <laughs> so you need you need to read faster and button this bad boy up. We are putting Drew in a home for incontinence as well as his inability to remember things. I would like to read from the dictionary. I'm going to start reading from the dictionary the letter A, and I will complete that in seven to eight hours. You're killing me. Drew. Yeah. What's your bag? Oh, let me think. Uh, it is Gun Honey number one from Titan Comics. Um, beautiful book. And uh, one that will be uh, sought after for years to come. There you go. And I actually... There was not a whole lot that piqued my interest too big this week. Uh, second Prana High Republic's going to... I am not just waiting for you to silently pee yourself. I'm actually trying to figure this out. <laughs> well, since you so. did choose Inferno number one art germ cover for foc why don't you go with that one I let's do make, that i don't want to make your pick for you but it's a good one and it was my it, i was going back and forth yeah. between the two it is a wonderful art germ cover cover b inferno number one yeah by our good friend art germ yes listeners we love you but i gotta go <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the podcast. Drew's gotta go. <laughs> Check the Patreon. We'll see you next week. See you.